Here is the closing Schwab market update for Thursday, August 24th. Chipmaker NVIDIA's overnight report of blockbuster quarterly results failed to lift the major U.S. stock indexes Thursday as volatile bond yields and a risk-off vibe took their toll ahead of Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell's Jackson Hole appearance on Friday. The session looks set for a promising start. Stock futures based on the S&P 500 index and the NASDAQ composite were both up in pre-market trading. After artificial intelligence, or AI bellwether, NVIDIA's quarterly sales and earnings easily blew past analysts' expectations. The chip company's stock surged to a record high in after-hours trading, only to give up some of those gains as Thursday's session got underway. NVIDIA closed the day with a roughly 3% gain and is up some 240% so far this year. However, the mood quickly fizzled as trading started, with the S&P and NASDAQ both beating a quick retreat. Investors' enthusiasm for AI has struggled against their concerns over what the Fed's inflation-busting interest rate campaign might do to the economy. Treasury yields, which reflect the market's expectations for growth and inflation, have grown increasingly volatile over the last month, as investors have weighed signs of slowing inflation against other measures of resilient economic strength and Fed officials' apparent determination to keep interest rates higher for longer than some in the market would like. These bounces have weighed on stocks in recent weeks, and Powell's 10 a.m. Eastern address to the Fed's Jackson Hole Symposium tomorrow may have put investors in a cautious mood. Yield volatility has been more of a driver of equity weakness, not necessarily the level of yields, says senior investment strategist Kevin Gordon. Any spikes in advance of Powell's speech tomorrow will understandably coincide with weakness for stocks. Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index fell 60 points, or 1.35%, to 4,376.31. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 374 points, or 1.08%, to 34,099.42. And the NASDAQ Composite fell 257 points, or 1.87%, to 13,463.97. The 10-year Treasury note yield rose 4 basis points to 4.236%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, rose roughly a point to 17.08. Consumer discretionary was the weakest sector Thursday, as heavyweight constituents Amazon and Tesla both slid around 2.5%, with communication services and tech right behind. No sector was higher for the day. As far as stocks on the move... Autodesk rose 2% after reporting better-than-expected quarterly results and offering a more upbeat forecast for the year. The engineering software company also said it expects to benefit from artificial intelligence. Boeing fell nearly 5% after saying it had found quality issues related to parts supplied by Spirit Aerosystems, which could affect deliveries of the plane maker's 737 jets. Boeing said the issue didn't pose a flight safety risk. Spirit Aerosystems dropped 12.4%. Dollar Tree tumbled more than 13% after reporting disappointing quarterly results, which the company blamed on weak consumer spending and rising theft. Gas rose almost 27% after delivering better-than-expected quarterly results, 
though the apparel maker's forecast for the current quarter was below what analysts had forecast. Palantir was down more than 7% as tech stocks broadly weakened. Broadcom shed about 2.5%, Lattice Semiconductor was down 5%, and Super Microcomputer dropped about 5.3%. Snowflake couldn't hold on to an after-hours surge from the night before after reporting better-than-expected quarterly results, including a 36% annual jump in revenue. The cloud computing company fell victim to the broader weakness in tech to end 4.6% lower. And Splunk was up almost 13% after reporting better-than-expected quarterly results. The cybersecurity company also raised its sales forecast for the fiscal year. A handful of companies are due to report results after the market close, including Gap, Intuit, Nordstrom, Ulta Beauty, and Workday. Up next, Powell's speech tomorrow. The theme for this year's gathering of central bank bigwigs is structural shifts in the global economy and will feature presentations on how central bankers have addressed the economic challenges of the post-pandemic era. Academics aside, investors will be listening closely for possible hints about where the Fed might take rates over the remainder of the year. We don't anticipate any dramatic changes during the first day of Jackson Hole meetings, says Cooper Howard, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. All eyes will be on Powell's speech tomorrow. It's unlikely that he will signal a shift in policy, but any talk of the neutral rate being higher now may imply rates will stay elevated for longer than expected. The neutral rate refers to an interest rate that neither stimulates nor restricts economic growth. As the Fed says, it's the short-term real interest rate consistent with the economy maintaining full employment with associated price stability. The concern is that if the new normal for neutral is high, the economy will have to put up with higher interest rates for longer. Late Thursday, the market was pricing in a roughly 83% probability that the Fed will hold rates unchanged following its September 19th and 20th meeting, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The market's sense of what might happen after is less certain, as a string of stronger-than-expected economic numbers over the summer raised the possibility that another rate hike, which would be the 12th since March of 2022, could still be in play later this year. Expectations the funds rate would remain at its current 5.25 to 5.50 target range after the FOMC meeting ends in November were just under 52%, down from 69% a month ago. The odds of another quarter-point hike in November were at 42%, while the odds of a half-point hike were almost 7%. News on the data front was mixed on Thursday. Claims for first-time unemployment benefits fell by 10,000 to 230,000 for the week ended August 19th, according to the Labor Department. That marks the second straight week in which fewer workers have applied for unemployment benefits, suggesting the labor market remains tight despite the Fed's historically rapid interest rate increases over the past year and a half. However, the Census Department reported that durable goods orders fell 5.2% to $285.9 billion in July. That was the biggest drop in three years and larger than the 4.1% decline economists had expected. 
Excluding defense, new orders were down 5.4%, due mainly to a 14% drop in orders of transportation equipment. Excluding transportation, new orders were up 0.5%.